Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our Cure and Parent series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Hey. So here we sit where Bill is in Colorado. Still. You know, yeah. 23 degrees Mm -hmm. this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not so bad. Not not bad. Heading up there this weekend and we're going to be, yeah, a little crispy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, Arizona's crispy. We were at like 79 degrees. This is not winter. Beautiful. It is very nice. It was cold where we were last that, week. That's right. Time. I forgot. Yeah, you, you that's, were that. yeah we yeah. were up at Stevens Pass. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and and I think we talked about it because you were still shooting. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I, I love the uh, non sequitur little one yes. minute yes. blurb yes. that you shot. That video that, will never be able to uh, use uh, except yeah. Uh, yeah. at your memorial, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And it will be used at the memorial. Oh, yeah. absolutely. We will have a great laugh yeah, then. You both coefficient and congeal in the <laughs> yeah. same That's right. sentence. Yes. Yeah, you get so. yeah, a lot of adjectives. Cross lateral. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, the the coagulants. I, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That was good. The dialectic was nice. We did a lot of filming. I mean, that was, you guys did. Four hours. Four, four hours for 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Get your money's worth. Well, this week, we get a little bit of an opportunity to read some of the story. A mm-hmm. little bit. In chapter two. And, and get a little bit of the hybrid nature of the book. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I Say mean, hybrid. Um, yeah. well, that's a nice word there, nice too. Word. What, we what, should what have you... had them driving a hybrid. Shoot. <laughs> oh, that man. would have been very green of us. Uh, we're sorry. Yeah, it, it is a Subaru, though. So yeah, that's right. Uh, we we wrote this in much the way we wrote the Cure, uh, in that there's story, and then it also has um, teaching. What we're going to call inside the episode, um, just truths and principles. But a piece that we added, which I really enjoy, is that the characters in the book are actually interacting with the inside the episode via a podcast in the story, and so you're going to see. All of those pieces in this little portion. But the kids are so excited to listen to each day of the journey. (laughs) Stoked on it. You know, I think we wrote that well that they were appropriately a bit angry about it. And so was Sarah even in it. So we're gonna be introduced to to Sarah here. Um, and this is the mom in the in the story, Sarah Clausen. And she's not exactly happy with her husband Uh, (laughs) or her life. Or her life. So uh, let's launch into that hopeful vignette. Sarah remembers a statement from the parenting podcast about compliant kids. She fiddles with her phone to find the exact place in the podcast so she can hear the words again. Early on, rules are essential to parenting and protecting our children. But as they grow older, rules need to be merged and eventually replaced with principles that will help guide them. But if we haven't learned principles, we may resort to imposing more rules onto our children because it feels like we're able to better control their behaviors. And we will discover we have raised either rebellious or compliant children. But such compliant children do not mature well as they grow older. And as they age, they can hold you responsible for their failed life choices. Great, Sarah whispers. That's just great. I, I think we've managed to raise both types. The podcast continues. 
Compliant children don't get to learn how to own their own life choices. In an environment where parents only impose rules through their children's adolescence, it can thwart and stunt them from learning to their own, from their own choices. So a compliant, immature child grows into a compliant, immature young adult. When they discover imposed life choices didn't work, they have no one to hold responsible but their parents. Sarah's unfocused stare moves to Aiden. He's not looked up at her or anyone since he reached the water. He's alone in his own imaginary world. No one is nearby, and she finds herself praying out loud on the beach. Am I doing that to my son? Teaching him to comply? Maybe I just got tired of fighting Madison. I thought I was doing it right with Aiden. I thought if we didn't fight, I'd be a good parent, but I've just been wearing him down. When will you? Why haven't you? Get in here. Hurry up. Don't do that. Do this. What are you so... He's shutting down. He stays so quiet now for so long. Same stuff I forced onto Madison. It's just that she fought back. The sun is set. I don't know how to parent them. Jim thinks he does, but he's too much for them. He, he can't see it. He thinks parenting is fixing them, getting them to shape up, to make them good citizens or something. Sarah, Lee, Sarah repeatedly scoops sand and lets it run through her fingers. Seems so natural for other moms. Like they were cut out for it from birth. It doesn't come so easy for me. I've let Jim do the heavy lifting, and now I resent him for how he does it. <sighs> Help me, God. Help us. Don't let us fall apart. I don't know what I'm asking. I just don't want to lose them. I don't want to screw this all up. Mm. Mm. Wow. Hmm. One of the things I think about is how easy it is for someone like a Sarah to undervalue her contribution to parenting as she looks at everyone else and says, they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. No, they don't know how to do it. That's right. there, there are other folks who are feeling the same way as she's feeling. That's right. And yet she does conversely seem to have a, quite a bead on Jim's parenting. You know, she, she critiques <laughs> that like he has, he has overreached yeah. on, on his parenting and and in fairness he has uh, he, he has yeah. he is definitely so but she's just saying i i don't know i don't know how to do this she probably knows more than she realizes that's the way a lot of parents are um but this principle of compliance that's a fascinating one mm. why why and, and obviously we're taking these from relationships we know Mm -hmm. These are composite sketches That's of, right. of relationships. These are based on true stories. And yeah. in the same family, with the same parenting, you can raise a rebellious child and a compliant child yeah. uh, by, by imposing rules beyond their age of value, yes. which we define in here is about somewhere around nine. And then guidance becomes more of a, a valuable tool. But why is that, I wonder? I'm thinking, of course, in my mind of some compliant kids once they moved out of their parents' house. But I also am thinking about rebellious kids. And I'm wondering, what's the difference, if you guys have thought about that? Well, it is a study <clears throat> in understanding, knowing your children, mm -hmm. because we we come into this life with all different temperaments and we come in, some are introverted, some are extroverted, some are are going to 
as they say, fight or flight. Some of them are going to take off and go inward like an Aiden, although I think it's kind of fun. He's got that little 10-yard ten, mm-hmm. ten circle of sand Where around him. And king this, of all he surveys. That's right. And so uh, any kid playing in sand like that would look compliant because <laughs> they're going, don't don't bother me. I'm, I'm on in my own world. But compliant there and – and then with Madison, wow, she's she's going to pop back. She mm-hmm. uh, she's got uh, some zest in her, and so they respond differently. I think in this story and in a lot of stories that we, are, <laughs> we kind of know about, that the father daughter relationship is triggering early on mm-hmm. rebellion mm-hmm. in Madison. Mm-hmm. And that's not happened more than nine or ten times. Around, in all of around, history. In history, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that going on just like yeah. millions of times? Millions. Father, right daughter. Now. Yeah, right now. And guidelines speak to trust. And not just trust from father to daughter, but also, uh, you know, that she's going to behave. But also a, a father who's willing to be trustworthy. A father who's willing to investigate his own stuff invest and, and say when he's wrong and also um, – Give freedom to a child that he knows and that he's learning to know to uh, walk in freedom inside of a, a, a you know a certain set of boundaries of this is this is how we want to live and especially for your believing child this is how Jesus has created you and so I'm not going to come it's down good. on you with a hammer yeah. you know if you bump outside those lines what I am going to do is I'm going to remind you of who you are. And by the way, I'm going to need you to remind me of who I am. Yes. And and that for for me as a parent, as a dad, I think that probably is more necessary more often for me than it is for her because my reaction to even the smallest of things is often way out of proportion based upon how I feel about my work day, how I feel about my relationship in my marriage, how I feel about my friendships, how I feel about I've got such a more complex set of things going on, and yet I may not have any more maturity to deal with what's going on than they do. Yeah. So it's that yeah. it's that give and take that happens. I was thinking about what you just read, David, of compliant children don't get to learn how to own their own life choices. Mm. In an environment where parents only impose rules through their child's adolescence, it can thwart and stunt them from learning to own their own choices. And I I just thought that's a huge takeaway from me. If they're going to hold me responsible because all they did was act out and comply to what I forced them to do, they're going to hold – they're going to be resentful of that. So – how do I gradually begin to, uh, uh, one, articulate to them, let them know mm-hmm. that's my end game. I really have this goal of you learning to be able to own with me right. standing with you, but learning you learning to make your choices right. gradually more and more and more. That's an art form for, for even though it's presented here negatively, mm-hmm. what a gift for a parent who is self-aware enough to say, I want to talk to you about a design for the rest of your life that I'm going to be encouraging and nurturing so that you get healthy and being able to make your own choices. And it's not to fix the child. It's to teach the child the soft heart that Jesus gives us because we want that same soft heart. We're, we're, We're not so disappointed with ourselves because we got it wrong. We are soft-hearted toward the consequences of, of sin and hurt towards other people. And that is the, the art, right? That's right. I think, too, that 
the child holding us responsible uh, as they grow, as they become adult, is is uh, that's tough enough. But the bigger thing is that you've left the child without the wisdom right. to navigate life. Right. Mm. So you've left them without the maturity to discern um, sort of right for wrong and make the choice on their own. I think any time we have an opportunity when children are are Aiden's age and older on into Madison's age, any time we have the opportunity to sit down and say, so what do you think? Yeah. What would be good here? Yeah. What What would be the wise thing to do? Or they come home and they you have so many stories about what happened at school or what happened in this uh, game or where they were with their friends. Those are great opportunities to say, so where was, where was wisdom there? What, what did you think went on that was uh, short-sighted, mm-hmm. led to a blind alley, was foolish? Mm-hmm. What, what, what did you see? Yeah. And let them work it out. Right. And we can do that scores and scores mm-hmm. of times with our children. Let them work that out. That, that's yeah. where the, again, when we talk about the taking the long view, if you ask that question and then they don't come back with the right answer within yeah. 25 seconds and then you give it to them. Exactly. That's that a is bummer. not going to help. No, uh, that this is an ongoing conversation and not all these conversations need to end with closure. Mm. But, the, but the cost when you don't do, when you don't risk what you guys are talking about is a glazed over anesthetized yeah. compliance right. that that never held up they never bought it but they just they just realized life's easier if i don't rock this religious boat right and so when they get a chance to go to college or or, or leave your home they will not have adopted the things that you assume that they did mm. adopt that's right and now they're out that's going to freak with, you out. With so much yeah, more pressure. With with um, a little bit of money, <laughs> not much yeah. more maturity, yeah. but freedom to be able yeah. to make those choices. Yeah. And, and and you go, what is wrong with this world today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My kids got here and we are befuddled. Right. Yeah. And, and it's this. It's this that we get to look back on. That's right. And then we don't have the trust relationship yeah. to be able to even talk about it then. That's right. But the, it's never too late to never start building that right. trust. And, you know, That's Christmas right. or it's right around the corner. And 84 would be too late. 84 is yeah, too late. When the child's 84, okay. just so, say. And when you've passed these along. These exclusive statements that I was, I was just <laughs> talking about that before the podcast. So it's, it's yes, it's sometimes too late. That is probably your last shot. But this is this is for sure our easiest book to give away. Even, yeah. even to people who aren't believers, I, yeah, I think that right. this is one that even for me is really easy just to be like, listen, this is something that I think you'll love. And so you can get this from our publisher now. You can actually get some bulk pricing. Uh, so if you go onto the website, trueface.org, and you go to our store, they're giving a, a discount right now for if you're wanting to buy it in bulk. And obviously, you can just buy it for yourself. It's still not up on Amazon yet, and that's okay. But you can get it um, before Christmas if you order in this week from our uh, publisher uh, on the trueface.org website. Um, you should be able to get those and um, be able to offer this opportunity for people to kind of see their family the way that they've always wanted to. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the True Face podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support True Face financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit trueface.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit trueface.store.